0: Hi guys, so today we're going to mostly talk about um, my new program that that I'm in. I started the program last week, Um, it's Forensic and Legal Psychology at the Erasmus University in Rotterdam, or Rotterdam as we say it in Dutch. Um, So yeah, we're just going to kind of go through what the program is and how my first week was. And then we kind of dive into Leah a little bit as well, but we're gonna talk more about her program and her thesis experiences um, next week. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> exciting, right?
1: Oh yeah, Ooh, so exciting. Um, But yeah, so I guess your first, your first week into uh, being home in school for the first time in like what, five years? Um, five years. Yep. Is it seem different or kind of like what you expected
0: going to university back home to be like? Um so what I expect, and I think it's been too little time in the school right now to really make that distinct um what's it called, like the comparison. Mm. Um but I expected a lot of work um because it's basically two classes every four weeks. So it's fast paced and it's a lot. Um, But so far it's been manageable. But I also think that's because I don't have swimming on the side, which usually was 20, 20 plus hours a week. And now I literally just have school. So all those hours that I used to swim, I now have time to spend it on schoolwork. Um, So all the people in the program were with 72 people, I think, and we all follow the same courses at the same time. So every lecture that we have, we sit with all 70 of us, if everyone shows up um, in the same lecture hall. So that was a kind of a big adjustment for me because I'm used to the small scale uh, classes. Like last year, I only had five people in my class. So having as many people is a lot um it doesn't so are feel all your
1: lectures like in person then yes okay
0: all my lectures are in person That's i have different. no online classes yeah <laughs> so this period of four weeks i have class on tuesday and thursday and then i have basically a lot of homework um they don't assign you any homework necessarily but you have articles you need to read before every class and basically prepare yourself for that lecture and it's five per class so that means it's 15 a week because i have three classes and the average article has like 27 pages so that's a lot lot of of pages. pages a lot of pages to get through um the nice thing is we don't have any books really. We have one book that we'll use the entire year. Um, but they're under the impression that you don't necessarily need a textbook to learn. Yeah. Because in my experience at both Lyndon Wood and Lewis, eight out of ten times I didn't really use a textbook. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Um, so not having to purchase textbooks is, is nice. Um, but yeah, it was the first class. It was mostly just an introductory to what the program looks like and what the next few months are going to be like. Um, so like I said, we have two classes every four weeks and then we have Christmas break for three weeks long. And then we have six weeks of, no, five weeks of statistics, which is not taught by the people, the professors from the forensic and legal psych masters, but they are taught by professors. They're, well, they're taught by the professors in the behavioral sciences.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Like, so every psychology master's have to do the same like stats classes
1: yeah okay okay yeah. um
0: yeah so there's general we,
1: general stats for psychology it's not specific to yeah. your degree i guess
0: no because it doesn't really matter what field you go into if you're going to do research you're going to have to use the same type of statistics yeah. um so we'll have that in january and then starting february we'll have research internship and a practical internship and it can be combined so you could do your research possibly at the place where you're also doing your practical internship but it could also be separated the nice thing about internships here is that they're usually paid um so you'll get like a monthly yeah like 700 it's not a lot but it's like a 700 euros a month that you get for the internship and then we have to write a thesis, and that thesis is due July thirty first. So my school basically runs from September first to July thirty first. Technically, until August thirty first, but July thirty first is the last like deadline to meet. Um. So I won't graduate. So what until... would that like last month entail then? That would be. Finishing up um, any research or not research, but finishing up your practical internship. Okay. Or um, if you are planning to take it into the next school year, you can take a little bit longer. But if you take it into the next school year, you also have to pay the tuition fee for the school year after. And I do not want to do that. Um, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, but basically, you have that month to finish up your internship. Um, and then I think graduation will be in like September or October, somewhere around that. So it is a full year of masters and not just until May. Do you get um, any other breaks outside of Christmas? We have a couple of days that we are off, like the Easter holiday. Mm -hmm. Um, But Christmas is like the full, like the longest break of the year. And then afterwards I go into working, hopefully. So, but something cool that I received was an email. I think they send it to all psychology students. Um, But it is an advanced research program. So this is for people who are interested in doing more research in their career and maybe pursuing a PhD after. And it starts in January and it has a workshop a week um, to basically provide you with more research skills than the master itself will. Okay. Um, It also helps you construct a better master thesis yeah so it's like a pre- it's like a thesis prep course basically yeah but also must be nice. um yeah apparently
1: yeah. that's not needed <laughs> we have confronted our professors about that really like, no, no 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 that that's not that's not how it works
0: okay oh well well here it's not necessarily like because not everybody can sign up yeah. um you have to fill out a few things like you have to provide where you did your bachelors and what bachelors you have to provide your grades in the classes you have to provide any research experience um so they do want candidates who are really interested in doing research yeah, that makes and sense. alongside of that it will help you write a better thesis hopefully yeah. it should um and then if you complete the course you also Write a grant proposal, and you apply for research positions if you want to. Um, and you get a certificate with graduation. There you go. So when yeah. uh, we all like uh, little certificates that
1: are paper. You pay a lot of money for paper. It's it's it's. You same. do,
0: but I don't think don't, there is be extra tuition like fees on that program. It's just that's good yeah this is an opportunity that is presented yeah which i i am planning to apply myself for that because i am thinking of maybe pursuing a phd after this um and this will just hopefully leave some more opportunities for me um but we're gonna see i'm i'm excited the first week was good um I have started my preparations for next week because I don't want to read all articles in one day because that's a lot. Um so I've kind of written down what articles I need to read and how many pages, and then I just divided it by the days I want to spend on it. So I have to mm-hmm. read like 18 pages a day for one course and then 26 pages a day for the other course. So it's a little bit more divided over the days. That's good.
1: Like at least you yeah. kind of have a way to map out your week even though it's not all of it spent in the classroom.
0: Right. It they do expect you to do a lot outside of the classroom.
1: Um Which, I mean to be fair.
0: Yeah, it's, it's kind it's, of it's like, like no you undergrad. Should yeah. You should like in the work field you're also not going to have so many things just given to you you have to do your own research and you have to be able to apply it which was also a cool thing when i was reading through um the course guide or the syllabus it gave us an example of an exam that we're gonna get and the dude said like i don't like exams where they just test your knowledge Because in the work field, you're not going to be asked questions to test your knowledge. You're going to be asked to apply that knowledge into scenarios. Mm -hmm. And he said, that's what I want to achieve with my tests is you apply whatever you learned into these scenarios. Um, So we are allowed to take this exam at home with the articles that we had to read um, and any other sources that we might want to use. Yeah, so well, that's, I think, better than just having multiple choice questions and just guessing if you don't know, you know.
1: Yeah, or just having a brain good enough to memorize but not really understanding what you're memorizing, but
0: it gets you past the test and that's all that matters. Exactly, and then once you pass the test, everything's gone. Yeah,
1: there, there, yeah there's no, can... like, real pl- practical application um, part of it.
0: No, and obviously if, when you're working, you don't want to – instantly forget everything that you have learned because how are you gonna do your job if you don't know what you're talking
1: about That that is one thing i i really find interesting is that like in your like you've gone through undergrad like all your basic information you should know like moving on from that like your master program should be like a step above like it should be more of an application aspect of- right whatever coursework you learn, like yeah there's gonna be some more coursework but that coursework should still be like the first section is reviewing making sure you're up to date on that theory or, or on that coursework and the rest of the time it's been an application process so unless you're really studying for like a licensing exam or like a certain certification exam or something like that where you know you just it's just going to be like multiple choice memorization like we got to pound it out What what is the necessity of exams in grad school like why not just big projects whether you're working with someone or it's individual why not just come up with projects that obviously will be graded based on how you do and meeting certain outcome but that project will get you thinking more learning more researching more and have more practical application in the real world and a job like what is the point of all the exams like I'm not saying know. specifically for like your current position, but like thinking back at Lewis on um, stuff like that, like what is the point where of all those three exams? Online multiple choice, like that's not teaching you anything. No, it's not unless because... you're sitting a cert exam and that cert exam looks like yeah. That. But if that's not what you're doing, what is the point of coursework exam?
0: There there isn't, because how are you supposed to because then you're also going to learn the material based on the information you have that it is going to be a multiple choice exam. Or as I've done in the past, um, you know, you use Quizlet if you don't know. Because you're like, well, Quizlet probably Well, now you don't
1: even need to do that. Just bring up ChatGPT or other AI uses and exactly. type in the question so, and tell you the answer.
0: Exactly. Um
1: but that doesn't that's necessarily not, mean you know how to apply the answer and that's where exactly. we're gonna reach a point in society. I think that if you're not being able to understand and apply your like our businesses, organizations, whatever you wanna say, are gonna start hurting because the stand the level of standard, the level of care, the level of whatever you want to call it will drastically drop
0: yeah i agree and that's why i like that he still does an exam but it is more of an application of your knowledge exam and he lets you use the internet he lets you use the articles it's not just okay memorize everything that you've learned and then try to apply that no he will give us the opportunity to actually think about it sit down and apply it um, is it time? Hmm. Like, is there like a time on it? Time limit? I'm not. It? I think we have three hours. Okay, so that's not bad, and it's only like five questions. Um, because you know, in the work field, you're also not probably gonna have to, especially not in forensic and legal psych. You're not gonna have very long to analyze and think about things like you kind of have to quickly come up with a solution or an idea um the other though we have like a practicum class and for that class um we have to write up a forensic report so as if we evaluated a person in court Mm -hmm. let's say um to see if they need mental health treatment instead of imprisonment and then we have to write up a forensic report on how how we would do that in the work field as well. So that is also an assignment that makes us think more about how we would actually use the information in the work field rather than, okay, well, tell me what you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I understand the importance of classwork, theory work, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I feel like a lot of that should be covered in undergrad. Um in my experience, which I think is similar to yours at Lewis's where the master degree just became uh, like, oh, so you took this in undergrad, but we're just going to regurgitate everything you just did and maybe yeah. add one or two new segments or new theories or, or, or throw in a new author or something like that. But it's yeah. not really forcing you to apply what you know. None at all. Um, and I really expected my grad school to be more like how you're describing where you have to apply it because otherwise you're not getting anywhere.
0: Right. Like if I don't apply it. So the exam I'm going to take only is five points. The We have assignments. We have six assignments and all of them together. Two points in total. So the total amount of points I can get for that class is seven points.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's different (laughs) than like the thousand points that you get. Right. Oh, this assignment's 500, this assignment's 200, this assignment's this. Like, okay, well, you can half ask one of them and still get an A because you just didn't care enough to do it. And also, a lot of times, The class work here, and it probably, I mean, my field is different than yours, but I'm going to take a wild gut guess and say it's similar to what yours was at Lewis. It's like, we have a lot of pointless assignments. Yeah. Like, it's just busy work. Like, why am I doing three assignments, three, three assignments per week for one of my classes?
0: Why am I doing seven discussion boards with yeah, 12 like, responses? Yeah, I'm sorry. Discussion boards, I don't care what school you go to.
1: First of all, they're made up or bullshit. No one actually takes time to do discussion boards. I've never met, I've never met a student that took discussion boards
0: seriously. Like, I know one. Two. Michael Sack. <laughs> and <laughs> I tell him- And I tell him, babe, it doesn't have to be perfect, just write something up, like, the teacher probably doesn't even care.
1: The teachers don't read it, they're like, oh, it looks like you hit the minimum word count, congratulations. You hit these five words I'm looking for, congratulations, (laughs) you passed. They don't care, you could say
0: everything completely
1: wrong, and I'm convinced that most teachers wouldn't even know.
0: I think so, because you have like what 30 people in the class and all 30 of them have to write an initial post and then all 30 of them have to reply to at least two students like that's a lot of freaking work for a teacher you're gonna tell
1: me that a teacher is gonna sit who who has probably three to five classes and gonna sit and read a hundred thread word document like a hundred a hundred you know little bubble thread discussion posts in your dreams no way they do a little search for last name or student id and they're like oh okay there you go looks like they put effort in congratulations yeah oh they responded to only one
0: student too bad minus one
1: yeah it could be completely wrong information and i'm convinced they don't care
0: yeah no i agree like we this past lecture we worked with a program that i had never seen before i don't even know what it's called because i didn't
1: was I, just been I learning.
0: was come on, well yeah, but it was a website. I don't yeah. remember the name of a website. No, um, but basically, what happened? You had to. It was a sort kind of a cahoot, but then different. So they had like a question posted, and you had to type two or three answers in like little lines, and then press enter, and then all the like keywords that you typed were shown on the board as like a word bubble to see what terms were used most often yeah so that we could have like a group discussion about okay i see the word um <laughs> anxious yeah well what did you think this boy was anxious about so we kind of had a group discussion about that mm-hmm. instead of having to write stupid discussion posts because nobody is going to read it nobody wants to take the time to read it no I mean, you you fit in it, and if you
1: don't really have a response to what someone says, most of the time you, like, look through everyone else's response and, like,
0: oh, my God, I've done that so many times. You
1: don't actually think about it. You're like, I liked what that person said and that person said, and I'm going to yeah. say it in my own words, or I'm going to ask Google what are main points of this topic, and they're going to tell me yep. these four things, and I'm just going to regurgitate a brief summary of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I've, like I in the past, I, copy I, and pasted someone's response into, yeah. like, my response, and then I've just typed, like, similar things, but just in my own way. So I paraphrased our response, basically.
1: Yeah, and, and I don't know how it is there. Like, is any of your, like, school classes, like, I know not yours specifically right now, but, like, across other schools, other majors, or even undergrad, like, do you hear of classes being online still? Like, is that a big thing?
0: No, not at all.
1: Like, you Um, learn, like, it's in-person learning. It's in-person.
0: Like, okay, so we do have to, like, watch a lecture in, like, two weeks, but we have to watch that lecture before we go into our lecture. Yeah, it's like
1: an introduction Um, lecture.
0: Yeah, and... I know from... Okay, so we have different levels of school. We have something that is below university. Mm -hmm. It's called Habeo. And you have 20 contact hours a week. So you have 20 hours of school where you have to be physically in school. Um, University, it's a lot less because they expect you to do way more on your own um but after covid like they went straight back into class and here they they don't require attendance either like this man said okay well i'll see you on tuesday if you want if you want to come if not i'll see you another time so they don't require attendance but they're also not recording any lectures and post it so if you're not there then you'll miss whatever is being yeah unless you know you're sick and you can maybe email the teacher like hey i'm really sick today can you please like tell me what we covered or whatever but otherwise you just have to come to class yeah see here it's the opposite like
1: it's it's almost praised now that universities have even more online capabilities and like more classes online and you know you can get whole masters degrees in one year now yeah. but i never set foot in a On school room or a classroom never set foot and see your professor in real life never set foot and talk to any of your classmates like i know it's it's crazy to me so much you can learn in the field of science psychology exercise biology chemistry physics engineering like in the world of stem there's only a cap to what you can learn online in my opinion
0: yeah no i agree like i know like michael he wanted to take online classes and i know for that master degree at the end of the year he gets like a cumulative exam of the core classes instead of a master thesis he has to do this He's big exam exam yeah Yeah, I Um, could. That was an
1: option for me. I could have done comp exam. Yeah,
0: so he has that. He doesn't even have the option. He just has that. But I told him, like, for those five core classes that you have to do that exam on, take them in class because you're not going to learn as much online as you will going to the classroom and talking about it. No,
1: but it's a lot easier to take them online. It is a lot
0: easier. You don't have to learn anything. You don't have to learn anything, but then how are you going to write? Because you have to write like a four to five page paper on every core class at the end of the year. So that's a 20 page paper. But if you haven't learned anything, how are you going to combine that into a paper? You know. Well, it's also, if you're writing, it's very hard
1: to get comments and edits and discuss through ideas with your mentor or professor or whoever to create a better paper
0: by emailing i agree and even to understanding a concept like if i don't understand anything in class and i go to the person or i go to my classmate next to me and i'm like hey can you explain this more like before class uh, on thursday we had to watch two movies before class and the classmate who was sitting next to me and I were kind of discussing the movie beforehand. And it's just funny to see how our different perspectives look at a mo- at one movie. Like she yeah. perceived it very different than I perceived it. And she was noticing different things than I noticed. And you don't get that type of interaction when you're taking all your classes online. Yeah. And it's the same with it's paper true. writing.
1: It, it, it's It's true. Um, I, I don't I think in a lot of cases from my experience it's like just get through just get through it doesn't really matter if you learn um, the idea of learning I think has changed and not for the better
0: no at least not in the United States like here it's still a lot of it in class um, and I think it will stay that way for a long time I, yeah, I think that it, there, there's there's
1: plenty of also, there's science research that backs like handwriting yeah. notes, talking in people, talking in groups, being in lectures, like, it, you it learn more that you. way. You're exposed yeah. more that way. You process more that way. You have the aptitude and the capability of going to that person directly and asking a question and figuring stuff out, you know, pretty yeah. immediately about a question instead of sitting behind a computer and wasting time and waiting to figure out someone's going to reply to you. And even if they reply with a answer that actually answers the question because they don't know what you're really thinking because you can only put so much in words. In writing, I guess, not words, like in writing.
0: Yeah. Only rephrase something so many times. The only way I found the online work to be somewhat helpful was whenever becky and i did distance working but we were zooming each other or doing teams and then we were working on the same word documents so then if one of us had a question we could exchange that question right away because we were face to face basically Yeah, and, but, and I'm not
1: completely against it. I know there's a time and place and I know that yeah, there but, are some universities who have been able to build programs that are still very capable of teaching online. Like, I know that there's classes from like MIT, there's classes from Yale, there's certain classes from like certain British uh, universities that provide online university classes and coursework purely online, and I know they've been beneficial. I know from experience, I did all my English online through an online school in high school. I never wrote a paper. I never wrote a paper until I started at school. I did not write my first essay paper until I was 13 or 14, because I hated writing. I didn't understand it. I hated writing. My parents were like, okay, we're going to put you in this class, in this school in this in these english classes all online we had one meeting in person once a week with the teacher the whole class there um video speaker all this stuff like a zoom basically but through their platform and i learned how to write like six pages within 30 minutes because having that class all online with how they were explaining like it worked i understood it so i know like i've had good experiences with online learning however the way they do it in university, in my experiences, um, in my field, you don't learn anything.
0: No, it's what easy, I out. what I feel like now, it's just they post a bunch of stuff online and it's like you just do the assignments like there's no meeting times. There's no face to face time online. And I think that's where the issue is, is when you don't have that actual face to face time and just do assignments, do discussion boards do exams, and then you don't learn anything, I feel like.
1: I feel like it's not only the easy way out for the student, but it's the easy way out for the teacher.
0: Yeah, they have to put way less effort in because they don't have to take the time to meet and do all that stuff. They just have to respond to emails. And that's not the most difficult thing in the world for most. A lot of times, in my experience, they barely (laughs) do that, some of them. Yeah. I mean, some of them are really
1: good, don't get me wrong, but I've had a few that just... (laughs)
0: They don't reply very fast or at all. Yeah, they just... No, I feel that. Um, But nonetheless, I'm excited for this year. Um, I feel like I finally get the education that I want and need to prepare myself for the field that I want to work in. And I am definitely excited to give you more updates as we go. (laughs) As we go. (laughs) Maybe by the end of the year, I'm going to be like,
1: take me out. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> but it's only a year. You got it. It's only a year. And so, the second and, half of the year is you more like in a working environment,
0: so it won't feel so bad. It won't feel so bad. Like, I only have to do schoolwork until February. Yeah. And it then is. it's just thesis writing and practicum, which I'm totally fine with. I like that. Yeah.
1: So, so yeah, you really only have to get through, like, four months, five months of like last work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You'll be fine. And then even the SPSS, I think they're like the statistics is not going to be as bad because I've done it all. It's also mm-hmm. more like working instead of reading and taking notes and stuff like that. So I only really have to get through these months until December 14th when I have Christmas yeah. break. <laughs> yeah.
1: So we're chilling. That's nothing. It's chilling. It's not bad.
0: Not bad it's at all. Not bad at all. Well, I'm excited to hear more about you next week. So, oh yes, I got some hot topics. Hot topics, exactly. Topic. <laughs> and then we'll uh, we're gonna see what else we have to talk about.
1: All right. Well, until uh, next week.
0: Until next bye. week. Bye bye. <laughs>